On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, right out of Oklahoma City. I got Jose Urquiza from the band Three Years Hollow, and I did not mess up your last name. Yeah. <laughs> <I am. laughs> All right, here Dead we go. Dead on. All right, man. What is going on, dude? How have you been? I've been fantastic, man. Yeah, just uh, working on music, lots of music. My music, other people's music, it's really awesome. So Three Years Hollow, well, you guys, the band kind of formed, what, like the earlier 2000s-ish? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, 2003. 2003 okay. was when we very first got together, and uh, I was only 18 uh 19 at the time so um we were very young and i had no idea what i was doing but we went in and recorded a record right away like we were a band for two months and we went in and did a record and it's still out there somewhere but uh this version of the band got together probably about 2008 okay how, how much how much has so like 18 19 years old that's pretty young man how much has the style changed um, I mean, since how you're because you're you're the vocalist, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so how much has just even just yourself as your vocals, your vocal style, has it changed yeah. a lot, or has it stayed similar through this whole time? Uh, say that I definitely tried to emulate a lot of my favorite singers mm -hmm. a lot when I was younger. You know, I might have tried to sound too much like. Uh, ben from Breaking Benjamin or or David Draymond or Lejean at times, mm -hmm. um, not knowing <clears throat> that I was doing it. But, uh, you know, over time, I guess I've sort of just become comfortable uh, singing and letting my voice be what it is. So I would say, if anything, I've just become a lot more comfortable with my voice and hearing my voice. So I just kind of let that be what it is, you know. I think a lot of younger musicians, whether you're a guitar player, drummer, whatever, I, you know, I think a lot of people kind of try to sound similar to kind of who they look up to or who they listen to For sure. uh, with music. But then the the more you do get comfortable in your own uh, with your own set of skills, then the more you kind of focus on that, it can grow that. And then you kind of become your own sound. And and that's that's crazy, man. Two thousand. I mean, you guys have been around for a, for a while. But so the but the, the this lineup. Six members, right? Yeah, we just added the sixth member for this record for these okay. new songs that we're okay. at. So we've always had, I would say, our guitars and our albums have always been full of of two to three, if not sometimes four guitar parts. No different, probably, than so many other bands, right? <clears throat> but we were finally like, you know what? 
let's just let's just do six people and let's actually have all of these guitars happen live. Let's not do tracks, and we'll have three voices because all of us sing very well. Uh, so uh, that's I think ultimately the goal is one we 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 love each other. We're all best friends, uh, and we uh, we we felt like we could really put on a show. Lot, uh, great with six people kind of what changed it for me honestly was seeing ghost live you know I, I wasn't really a fan of their music so much at first but mm. their live production is amazing they have so many people on stage everybody doing their own thing it's really cool isn't that crazy how you can listen to a band and think yeah they're okay not like you don't dislike them or nothing do this okay then you watch them live you're like oh shit Dude, and it was, makes you like the band because then when you hear the song, it reminds reminds you of the time where you saw him play live, man. Absolutely, bro. I didn't. I did not love Ghost at first, but <laughs> when I saw him live, they blew me away. Like they blew me away. I'm gonna get so much shit for this, man. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you, I was not a huge fan. I am now. Now I'm a huge fan, but I was not a huge fan of Deftones when they first came out. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then I saw them playing Sacramento, and I was like, man, these guys are good. And now, now I, I like since then, I mean, this is like, like a long time ago. Since then, I love Deftones. I'm like, how do you not like most people like them? You know, to me, they're kind of <laughs> kind of classic. I know I'm gonna get shit. I know I'm gonna get shit for that one. I know I'll get shit for that one. So I won't. This, I won't make a comment because I'll get shit too. <laughs> <laughs> have you played? You, I mean, you guys have played with like all all kinds of bands. But before we even talk about that, I do want to ask: When did you guys get your first? I guess you would say like a break, like a, like your first kind of broke into the music scene where you guys are, I, you know, signed then to a record label and started touring. When did that happen and how did that feel? Yeah, whew. Uh, I think it was literally around 2012. I, and we really, I got to I got to give it up to Corey Lowry, I think, Um initially he was the first one that really we had played a few shows with I Empire. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and they really, every time we played with them, he was like, man, you guys are, are so good and you get better every time. I'd really like you to work with my brother, Clint. And of course, seven dust has been my favorite band since I was in junior high. Yeah, so, man. um, for, for one, for me to be, wor- you know, working with Corey and playing with Corey and then for Corey to say, Hey, call my brother, Clint. I'm like, yeah, right. That's, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and then two freaking weeks later, he was at my house and we were uh, writing five songs for our record. And so that was, I mean, that happened. And then at the same time, the same year, there was a thing called the uh, uh, Rockstar Uproar Battle of the Bands. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had stuff like Zachy Vengeance was a judge and uh, Bob Weingard from Imagine Records, which is the label that we signed to. Mm-hmm. He was a judge. And Morgan Rose was the vice president of that label. So at the same time that we're meeting Corey and we're working with Clint, uh, Morgan is hearing about us in a different way because we were, we were first in the nation on that battle of the bands thing. So mm-hmm. it all just kind of came together. Uh, Morgan signed us to that record label. Uh, I empire took us on our very first tour. Um, we all had to quit our jobs, you know, like the, how scary is that to have to quit your how scary I mean literally how scary is it you're like hey you got to quit your job we're getting you guys on tour and at this point you're like well you know all all the what ifs will be going in my head yeah uh you know all the things that you worry about what will happen happened 
uh, to <laughs> us. Uh, you know, I lost my house, both, both cars. Um, everybody in the band basically almost lost everything that they had because Yay. for three years, we were just like, F it. We're going to go out and we're going to play every show we can. We're going to do everything we can. And we were making, I think I made six grand a year was the highest that I made when we were out there touring was six and, grand. And, so like, were you, and were you touring with a lot of these big, huge artists at the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But the opening bands, you know, you're making like 250 a night uh, right. and, and you're having to, you know, get a hotel room and uh, gas and pay your crew. So we were really kind of breaking even sometimes going home, losing money. But um, it was worth it. It was completely 100% worth it because without all of that, I wouldn't have any of, of the stuff that I have today. You know, right. the, uh, the recording studio, my production partners, Morgan Rose from uh, Seven Dust. I'm working with Barry from Three Days Grace, Sean from Breaking Benjamin. Wow. Uh, these guys are all my uh, production partners here now. So it may have, may have cost a bit, uh, you know, in the long term, but that sacrifice was was totally worth, you know, uh, the dream. You know, there's a, I don't know if there's a saying, I'm sure there is a saying, I just don't know the saying, but I'll paraphrase whatever the saying is. And that is, you know, if, if you believe in it um, enough and you know, it's going to happen when it's inside you, no one's going to tell you no, you know, and then you yeah. just know that better, better days are coming. Right. Yeah. You know, for me, it was uh now I can look back and of course, everybody always says this, um, but I wish I would have uh, slowed down and enjoyed it a little more while it was happening instead of always thinking, oh, when's that next thing going to come? When's that next tour going to come? You know, uh, this isn't good enough. Let's get the next. And then I look back now and I'm like, we had the most amazing opportunities. Uh, so, yeah, it's just it's real interesting to reflect on it. Then I tell everybody now and new bands uh, that I meet and work with, if you just perseverance is everything if you just mm -hmm. continue and you don't quit you do not let anybody tell you otherwise commit to this thing right now for 20 years and stop thinking about it because that's it you already made the commitment you're in right you know now you just got to keep going did the band ever take a break at all or did you guys keep going i guess almost 20 you did yeah we took a break uh we did a ship rocked um was our last thing and then we did a tour with red and that was okay. our last tour i think in about 2018 so we've taken a four-year break actually um before coming back right now with a new record during that break were you concerned at all was anybody in the band kind of concerned that maybe this is it and we're not doing anything else uh, possibly actually. Yes. I want to say a, a lot of people, a lot of members of the band were concerned. Some even expressed concern that, that, uh, it was definitely over. Uh, we probably wouldn't do it again, but for me, I was so busy in the studio, uh, mm -hmm. writing songs with other bands that I never worried about it or considered it. I always knew that as soon as we were ready, it would be our time again. And right. I looked at, you know, I've probably co-written and produced over 150, 200 songs in that four-year time. Man, so that's awesome. I feel like now it's I've been training for the Olympics, and now I need to go <laughs> in and 
we have to put out the best record we've done, you know? So hopefully all of that, that work will pay off. Yeah, man. And you guys, I mean, so you must have a really big following because what two or three of your songs hit top 40 in the top 40 rock rock charts. Yeah, we did billboard. I think we did uh, a okay. three. Um, and that we, we leave that all up to our radio team. And we thank Steven Nathan for handling all of that and quarterbacking all of that back in the day. He really led the, the charge in radio and, Radio programmers really supported us for being a new band, so we'll see what happens now. It's been a long time since we put out a single, but uh, I'm sure the landscape has changed a little bit. Yeah, you know what? And just, I would say, it's what it seems like and from doing this podcast, hearing about it, in just the last, you know, five years even, the industry has taking a really big turn and some people like it some people don't right. but even if you don't it's just going to continue to change and it's just you got to continue to grow with it otherwise you're never going to grow as a musician because new artists are going to be used to it you know absolutely yeah and this, it's this hard for me you know I, I'm, I'm not a, from the social media era where all day long every day i think about posting on instagram or tiktok and i i post like once every two weeks and and I know that's an issue. That's why we're not engaging, but I just like living life a little bit too much, you know? It, you know, when I first started like doing the podcast, I would always, I was always posting on social medias and I'll tell you what, it just kind of gets old after a while. Yeah, man. (laughs) It's like, whatever. I just have a hard time like being like, Oh, look, look at me. Like, Oh, look, I did this thing or check out my food, even though I love food and I want to take every food picture there is and show it to everybody. I I go to do it. And I'm like, nobody fucking cares about this food. (laughs) No, you're right. (laughs) You you might get some likes anyways, but no, you're right. Nobody, nobody cares. Dude, people, I'm I'm surprised. I still have a couple friends that do post food pictures and I don't really do that anymore. I, I used to, that was like a thing. But I don't think it's a really. I've a almost thing. I've almost started justifying it like I'm going to start posting food pictures again, and I'm justifying it like these are memories that I will be reminded of in the future, which uh, is where, which is a good thing. Yeah, where I can be like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna try that again, or I remember when I had that, I'm gonna eat that, or I'm gonna do this thing, and uh, that is nice. But I'm I literally have to justify it to myself in order to get myself in the habit of, of doing it. You can always take a picture with your phone and send it to Walgreens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> print, print it off and then make an album for yourself. That's right. Exactly right. What do yeah. I want for dinner tonight? Let me go to my food. Yeah. I got my a little food, food book here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, dude. All right. So your new song that just came out, I think in December, Breaking Sound. Yes. What inspired, we're going to play this song, but what inspired this song? Because it, I, when I was re- looking you up, it. Um, was saying that everything you say is honesty and and um, personal experience, which is what kind of drives yeah. your lyrics. Is that accurate? Yeah, you know, I'm not a great storyteller in the fact where I, I can write fiction or create these hypothetical situations. To me, I've always been much more about like, oh, my the things that I'm afraid to say uh, or that I've been afraid to say in my younger years. Um come out a lot easier in Mm -hmm. in words to a song so um they've always just been those those subconscious messages i think that i've needed to get out uh in order to release and and now uh breaking sound was the the latest song that we wrote together as a band so really ultimately i think i guess the most true representation of where we are now uh as as a band 
at this time. And we all wrote the lyrics together, which is also nice. a different, different uh, thing than we typically do. Typically I would stew over them for, you know, a month or two um, and tweak them. But we sat there and we basically just, we wrote the story. What do we want to write about? What do we want to tell? Uh, and that's what, what came out. In my head, I just thought about you saying, all right, we're going to write this together. You go once someone says upon a <laughs> time there was a, you know, we did we did that we just start writing a song i'll say one word you say the next word we did that but with guitar riffs actually when writing oh, the cool. song we were doing it like okay so you write the intro and mm-hmm. we'll we'll write the intro based off of your riff and then dex will write the the verse mm-hmm. and we'll go with his riff and then justin and so it, it was pretty cool the song we haven't used at all because it was our first time messing around but we did we tried that it was fun <laughs> So you got three guitar players, three guitar players, yeah, a bass player, a drummer, and, and then you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. All right, let's check out this song, "Breaking Sound." Just, I think it came out on YouTube in December, and this is also, I'm sure, streaming on all uh, streaming platforms and all yes, that sir. stuff. All right, here we go.
there you go, man. Dude, that looks like it was so fun to make. <laughs> it was really fun to make, yeah. Did you get a We're haircut? Actually, did you get a haircut? Okay, I was like, yeah, man. My kids, uh, they're uh, they pulled a trick on me, and I, I mean, they, I was my plan a little bit, but. <laughs> And hopefully they don't see this interview, but uh, uh, Christmas Eve, uh, their magical elf used the last of his magical powers to cut mm. all of my hair off. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you know what are you going to do? Sometimes, sometimes it happens. You know, I'm, the whole time I was, I was listening to that song, I was thinking, man, I hope YouTube doesn't ding me for this one. And they, they might, but if they, if they, if they do, I'm going to just, you know, hit you up and be like, hey, dude. Tell yeah. me can play. Tell me can play. I, I, I wish that I could do that, but Warner Warner Brothers is the. Oh, is it one? Oh yeah, man, yeah. it's a Warner thing. So with them, we never know. We may have to take it off. We might not have to take it off. I guess we'll All find right. out when. If not, yep. then that will just get cut out, and yep. the interview is still going to be there. So it is. So if <laughs> it is good, go check it out. Go check it out, man. So do you guys have uh your merch, merch, and uh, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, we're we're just recording right now. I think uh, we're okay. going to focus on uh, doing everything we can to put out a record in possibly late March or early April. It's looking like April at this point. Um, okay. So, yeah. And tour dates, anything coming up? Not at all. Huh? No, nope, not until we have this this baby done. This is the primary focus. So, so what's the what's the what's the main what's like the 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 end the end goal for is it like an album or yeah yeah we're gonna put out a record i think uh which is interesting because a lot of people are just doing album or uh eps and singles and even the record label is like you know what's the point of doing an album anymore but every big band is still i love when they still uh we'll see you know right now our our goal and desire is to put out a full-length album Okay, uh, you know, and 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 it, a lot of bands, it's, it's honestly back and forth. I would say the majority of bands I talk to are doing singles, but yeah. I mean, look at like if we take Limp Biscuit for example, they just came out with the full length. Yeah, album. man. Yeah, my my favorite bands are putting out records, you know. So that's what I want to do. Breaking Benjamin's putting out an album. Uh, uh, the Seven Dust putting out an album. Limp Biscuits putting out an album. Yeah. You know, I, I know some bands are testing the waters with this other stuff, but I'm all, I'm all about the album. Yeah, man. I mean, hey, that's what you're used to. And and imagine so you're still with Imagine Records, right? Yes. Yeah, so we, we released Breaking Sound with them and we're doing okay. our uh yep, exactly. And was that the the first record label that picked you guys up also? It was. And so during this whole hiatus of you guys taking a break, were you guys still technically on the label or we, we were not actually. We we basically kind of just knew that we were gonna take some time and it was kind of a mutual understanding where when we were ready to go again, uh, we, we would have okay. a conversation and uh, figure out what was best. And so uh, we haven't had that full conversation yet. We're just we tested the waters with that single. But now we're uh, we're working on it. Uh, you know, I got a question because I don't I, I, this is not music related at all, but Quad Cities. Right. Yeah. That, and that's where you guys are. You guys are from like the what, Illinois yeah. area. So what, what, what is, what is, I've never even heard, I've heard like the twin cities, uh, yeah. like, you know, Fort Worth and Dallas, but quads like four cities that all kind of are just right next to each other. Yeah. Have you heard of John Deere, like John Deere tractors? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I this live, is, I live in Oklahoma, man. Come on. Okay, so Moline, Illinois, which is one of the quad cities is the home of John Deere. 
Uh, their, Their corporate headquarters is here. There's four or five gigantic John Deere factories here. The, the combines and everything are made here. So there's Moline and Rock Island on the Illinois side, and then Davenport and Bettendorf on the Iowa side. And yeah, it's just kind of a, a big square and they call it the quad cities. I guess you just cross, cross state lines pretty easily then. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We're, we're literally, uh, you know, 10 miles from Iowa. That's you know, I've never been, I've never been to Iowa. I've been to almost every state, but I've never been to Iowa. I never, yeah, I've been to Chicago. So I've been to Illinois, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you know, you've been, if you've been to Chicago, you've been to the city, but out here where we are, it's definitely closer to like Iowa. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Lots of cornfields, pretty much nothing. Yeah. 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 You dude, when I think of Illinois, I think, cornfield or i think like plants i don't think of chicago like to me in my head like i know it's not a state obviously it's it's a city but in my head for some reason like when i think of chicago i just think it's like it's not a state but i feel like in my head it's a state well there's that meme that says you know what everybody thinks of when they hear illinois and they think of chicago you know they think all of illinois just looks like chicago it's just a big city but it's actually 95 percent cornfields dude little, i think I mean, the opposite i know right i'm kind of backwards though man i mean I, something's wrong with me i think so <laughs> i'm a little different sometimes we're all backwards man how, how many more songs um do you have ready to to record or are you doing them kind of just as you finish one writing another one? Yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, but we had a bunch of demos that we were choosing from, and then we wrote a couple new ones. So we're like seven songs into 11 to 12 that we want to do. Okay. And any, any of those, are you collaborating with any other musicians, songwriter, or singers on, on any of those uh, newer songs coming out? Uh, we're going to have uh, – he doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to ask Justin Taylor from Auburn. Uh, he's our guitar player in Three Years Hollow as well, mm-hmm. uh, but he's got an amazing voice, and I want to kind of do like a, a, a duo thing. But we're also going to have Morgan Rose lay a, a feature drum part uh, from Seven Dust, so that'll be really nice. cool. We've never had a drum feature before. Um, More bands should do that. Well, I think Travis yeah. Barker does that with yeah, a lot of exactly. Music, yeah. But yeah. he's like the only one that that kind of does that. Yeah, he not- like publicizes the fact that he's like the featured drummer and that's what we want to we want to do with morgan you know really but you're right more people should they should all sorts of instruments featured bass players featured guitar players all, all that stuff because it does it does change the sound of 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 Absolutely. the band at least for that song you know when for you that someone, song, especially, yeah especially someone who has a very unique style like i can imagine you know um i mean i don't know like corn who's their bass player uh fieldy but yeah, I mean, because he, you know, he plays a little bit yeah. differently. Him, him being featured on on a song would would definitely absolutely. Well, dude, man, it's been great talking with you. Super cool, hey, dude. I, if you guys do wind up touring, you come to Oklahoma City, man. Uh, hopefully, I catch that, and I will definitely uh, go to a concert. Anything that you wanted to share uh, while you're on here, it's, we're gonna put this. You know, yeah. to all my three fans that watch the show. <laughs> and if you want, oh, man, you know, I don't. <laughs> I don't have anything that I've rehearsed to uh, to, to pump out there. So um, I guess, yeah, just check us out on our, our socials. We're doing the best to uh, record some new music for all the fans that have supported us for so long, even through this long break. So uh, thank you for having us on, I, I'm, me on, uh, but mostly uh, featuring the band. Uh, so yeah. thank you. 
Absolutely. Uh, anyone that's watching this, go ahead and follow Three Years Hollow. Check out their YouTube. Check out them on all the streaming platforms. They do have a website. I did not write it down. Do you happen to know what that three is? Threeyearshollow.com. Three, three years. years, and it's the number three, right? Yes, sir. Threeyearshollow.com, and you could catch them right now. I, I think under shows, there's nothing listed, but as you guys wind up getting shows, you can go on there, check it out, and I'm sure they'll have some merch on there as well when they're getting ready to start touring because, let's face it, a lot of bands, when they're playing, you make your money by the shows, but you also make your money by selling the merch. Absolutely. Well, good luck to you. Don't go anywhere. I want you to stay right there till after the outro song plays, please. I do want to thank everyone that listens to The Loud Spot. You can check us out on www.theloudspot.net. Go to our YouTube channel. We're also on, on all streaming platforms. And our Patreon page is patreon.com forward slash The Loud Spot. We do ask if you do go there, give us $3 a month. It helps us out. It helps pay for all this stuff. And, you know, we don't make any money, so it all goes right back to the show. I guess that's oh, and we do have some merch on our website. That's all I got. Peace out, rock on, and much love. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Does everything that good really have to end? A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out, rock on, much love. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.